0: Hey, y'all, it's Mel, and you're listening to The Rough Draft TV, where we talk about faith, purpose, work, and wellness. As a part of The Rough Draft Collective, we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women, and each week, we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday story. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys, it's Mel. Welcome back to my Rough Draft podcast. And today I want to do a part two to last week's episode about going deeper in your purpose. And so today we'll do going deeper in your purpose part two. And we are going to talk about the kryptonites of our purpose. And so what are the things that halt us from our purpose? Last week, we talked about how our dreams and our goals um, and how our own timelines and our own vision that we have for ourselves, how that can hinder God's bigger purpose for us. Um, but this week I want to talk a little more practically about what are the everyday things that we do um that hinder us from fully walking in god's purpose for our lives and so yeah last week i didn't really have a too many tips and tricks i was kind of just ranting but <laughs> this week i am preparing i feel like god is definitely um has a word that i feel like he wants to get through to you guys so yeah so jumping right in uh, when it comes to the things that hinder us from fully walking into our purpose The main number one thing is inconsistency and a lack of discipline. And so when I was starting Beauty in the Rough Draft about last year, um, I talked about how my year for 2019 was the year of discipline and I started out, you know, thinking that that just meant, oh, well, I need to be more disciplined in my actions. So I need to do more. I need to work out more. I need to eat more healthy. I need to drink more water. I need to, you know, do, do and do and be consistent in my actions. And that is, of course, part of being disciplined and being consistent, of course, are your daily actions and your daily decisions. But also, and I talked about this in a prior episode, But also what I found is that um, mainly when when I felt like I was saying that 2019 was the year of discipline, it was more so disciplining my thoughts and disciplining my emotions and changing the way that I thought about myself, about God, about others, as well as disciplining my emotions and not being led by my feelings. But standing on the word of God and allowing that to be the governing voice in my life. That's really what um, the year of discipline has meant for me even though I've only been on this part of the journey as far as disciplining my thoughts and my emotions for like the past on and off probably the past couple of months and and more recently very consistent in it um, I felt like the things that I have learned and done within these last few months has really changed you know my complete outlook on this year not saying that before then my my year 2019 wasn't a good year because this has been a pretty consistent year for me but not because of the things that I've accomplished been because of the things, again, like I mentioned last week, that can't be measured, that can't be seen on social media, the things that he's doing in my heart, in my mind. And so how that plays a role into how you know, discipline and inconsistency plays a role in our purposes. One thing God had to show me as far as disciplining my emotions was that a lot of my inconsistency and lack of self control and discipline was really rooted in fear. It really didn't have anything to do with oh, I don't have self control, which what which is what I thought that it was. I thought that I just didn't have any self control, that I was just led over by my feelings. But God had to show me that a lot of that was also rooted in fear, and that the reason why I was inconsistent. The reason why I wasn't disciplined was because I had a fear of failure. I had a fear of rejection. I feared the opinions of people. I even feared success and what that would actually mean or require of me. And so, yeah, a lot of times I feel like he wanted to say that a lot of times our inconsistency is rooted in fear. Again, how I mentioned last week, a lot of times we don't believe that God's plan for us is good because we think that it's harder. He wants us to do things or wants us to stop doing things that we don't want to do we want we want to live our lives and do what we want to do and not submit to what his word says Um, and so because of that because his will comes with a requirement on our end a lot of times we don't want to do that we want to take the easy route and just do things on our own because again we fear his we honestly fear his plan we fear that his plan for us is not going to be good not going to be satisfying not going to be what we want and so so while we may not say that, you know, outwardly, we may not say that with our mouths, but we do that in our actions. When we don't stay on our face in the word of God, when we don't spend time with him, when we don't stay in prayer again and, and grow in our knowledge of him and grow in what his will is for our lives over our own, then that shows up in inconsistency as far as our spiritual walk. But again, it's really rooted in fear. And it's the same thing, honestly, with, you know, the rough draft and, you know, my passions that I have, you know, I I can try to be humble and say, oh, well, I'll just trust God's timing. And we talked about last week of how we have to find the balance between resting and working. We have to find the balance between still dreaming and believing in faith that God is going to come through, but also trusting his timeline and surrendering to his timeline over our own. And so how that plays a role into, you know, me and the rough draft and the passions that I. I have, you know, when I first started this podcast and I mentioned this in, in episode one that, you know, I didn't want to just do a whole lot of things like I had done before, just doing them out of my flesh, just doing them because I felt like it would validate me as a person, you know? And so I stopped doing a lot of things that I was doing. I stopped doing my freelance writing. I stopped doing my freelance consulting. I stopped really doing career coaching. Um, and, you know, starting back up again this year, you know, I said, well, I'm just going to do, you know, the Rough Drive Collective. And and do the podcast and just see how it turns out and I've mentioned in prior episodes of how I wasn't really marketing it or really promoting it because again I wanted to make sure that my heart was in the right place I wanted to make sure that I was humble I wanted to make sure that God was the source and God you know I acknowledged God as the source and, and showed him through my actions that I was just going to be consistent because that's what I believe that he told me to do and that is what I still believe he told me to do but he also had to show me that you know Some of me not moving, or some of me waiting, or being hesitant to keep moving forward with my passions and even starting back up some of the things that I had left off last year. That some of those things, yes, was me genuinely trying to seek him and making sure that I'm trusting his timing. But again, some of it was rooted in fear to try it again. Some of it was rooted in fear of, again, it not succeeding. And succeeding, meaning, of course, succeeding to the world's eyes, right? So, what if this doesn't? Jump off. What if this doesn't, you know, bring in clients? What if I can't do it? And God had to show me that. Yes, yes, I see you trying to be humble. I see you trying to do my will, but I also see your fear. And we have to call them both out to the to the forefront, right? And so, the only thing that I want to say about this is that we have to check the source of our of our lack of discipline and our inconsistency, because sometimes we just think that we need to do a bunch of things in order to be disciplined, but a lot of times. The, that lack of discipline is rooted in something deeper. It's rooted in something different. It can be rooted in fear. It can be rooted in abandonment. It can be rooted in rejection. It can be rooted in so many things. And we have to allow God again to bring up those roots so that He can bring it to the light so that He can heal from it. So if I do choose to start again, you know, I know that it's because I'm genuinely trying to do do His will by not letting fear get in the way of what I feel he has called me to do um again the balance between between trusting his timing and trusting you know that his plans for me are good and trusting that in due season i will reap a harvest but also actively praying for the things that i want to see actively um you know, praying for his will to be done. And ultimately his will is better than our will, right? And so we have to, again, actively work and actively put our faith into action while also trusting his timing, right? So that first thing, um, you know, the inconsistency and the lack of self-control and discipline is a big kryptonite to our purpose. And so, yeah, that's number one. Um, Number two, I would say a lack of vulnerability is one of the big kryptonites of our purpose and things that, that halt us from our purpose. Of course, we're in social media. We want everyone to see the highlight real. And I feel like even now, like being vulnerable or like being real or like sharing your story, like is becoming more popular now. But I even think sometimes that we can glorify our stories, that we can glamify our stories, that we still brush it up a little bit to make sure that it's not, you know, too real or, or too daunting, or something that we can't recover from, and there's wisdom in that. I'm not saying that you should just tell your entire life story tomorrow, because there are there are seasons where you have to heal from parts of your story before you share it. There are parts where you know it's just not time to share. Again, going back to trusting God's timing and tapping into what His timing is for you to share. So some of that is done in wisdom, but again, some of that is not done because of fear. We fear again the rejection. Of people. We fear how people are gonna look at us. We fear how it's going to affect our image if they dare see us and we're not at a hundred percent right. And so when it comes to why vulnerability is a kryptonite of our purpose, it's because the word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Um and it says in Hebrews that you know, we we our faith is increased, you know, by looking at the stories of faith in the Bible, by looking at David, by looking at Abraham by looking at Sarah, by looking at Ruth, by looking at the heroes of faith, you know, we are encouraged by their story. And so when it comes to being vulnerable, we have to be willing to share our story. We have to be willing to tell more of our story. Again, using God's wisdom and discernment, but we're not going to ever be able to fully walk out our purpose without having a level of vulnerability. And so some of you may be saying, well, you know, I don't have a blog. I don't have a podcast. My purpose isn't necessarily aligned with sharing my story. Story, like you know, I'm working my corporate America job, and I'm completely content where I am. Your story still matters. There's somebody, there's some little girl, there's some boy that is watching you that wants to know how you got where you are. Um, There are people on your workplace that need to be able to see you for who you really are, and not just the person you pretend to be when you come to work for eight hours a day. Um, There are people in your family that need to see, you know, that need to hear your story, that need to know your story. I think a lot of times, especially in African-American community, we often hide our stories. And so we don't tell our children how we got there, how we got to where we are. We don't tell our children about the things that went on before they got here in the family. And so then th- the same things start cycling. Those same things start start popping up. Those same dysfunctions, those same mental issues, those same things start popping up. And then we want to act brand new. But um, Auntie Sarah had that same issue. Grandma so-and-so had that same issue. People had that same issue. But because 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 we don't open the book and share the story, then we continue to suffer in the same cycles of dysfunction. And so your story, you overcoming your testimony literally will break someone's cycle of their thinking of their way of life. And so no, you don't need a platform to be vulnerable to fully walk in your purpose, but do know that being vulnerable in some capacity is going to be required of your purpose. And so we just have to learn that and accept that. And again, use God's word wisdom when it comes to walking that out daily, no matter what environment we are in. So yeah, that's number two, lack of vulnerability. So number three is allowing our growth to be stunted when it gets uncomfortable. So being unwilling to to accept what's uncomfortable, being unwilling to break out of our comfort zone, again, out of fear. And so how this plays a role into why this hurts our purpose is that there will be no reason for. A big God to give us a, a big purpose that won't require anything big from us. We want to give a mediocre effort. We only want to do things that we're comfortable with, but then we expect to have these big supernatural results as far as our purpose. And it just doesn't work that way. You know, in order to tap into God's bigger purpose, we have to take off the bubble that we have placed on ourselves. And again, a lot of uh, for a lot of us, that's a fear bubble. For a lot of us, that's an abandonment bubble. Whatever bubble that you have placed yourself in that says, I will only go this far or I will only put out this much, that bubble must be popped. It must be broken through so that you can fully live in God's purpose for your life. He, <laughs> you, you, you have to show me somewhere in the Bible of where God did not require a step of faith from all of the heroes of, of the Bible that we see. He told Moses, Moses wasn't a good speaker. Moses stuttered. He he told God, you know, I'm not good at speaking. Please send someone else in my in my place. And God called him. God got angry with him and, and did have, you know, Aaron come and help him. But again, Moses still had to take the step out to be able to step out of his comfort zone and be able to, you know, speak to Pharaoh and tell him, you know, let my people go and to lead the people of Egypt, to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. It required him to still take that step even when he was fearful. And I can't understand why we think that the same won't apply to us. You know, the same thing with David. David, you know, had to step to Goliath. I mean, David had to step to Goliath. Ruth had to go out in the field. Everyone had to go out is what I'm saying. They had to go out. They had to step out. And I don't understand why we read those things in the Bible and we think that our lives are going to be any different. We have to be willing to step out. And I say that to myself. That's one of the main things that I've learned in counseling is that you you have to you have to stand step out and again stepping out looks different for other people for some of you stepping out may mean you know start you know launching an idea that you feel God is giving you but for some of you stepping out on faith means creating a boundary creating a boundary about the access that people have to you you give and you give and you give and you give and you don't love yourself because you you don't love yourself enough to set a boundary you don't love yourself enough to say enough is enough and so you stepping out on faith and you stepping out of your comfort zone is setting up boundaries and trusting that God will bring you the people that He wants you to have. That if they leave you because you set a boundary, then it was God's will for them to leave. And if and, and know that whatever God takes out, that He will restore to you. And so for a lot of you, I just feel that that a lot of you stepping out on faith requires you to cut something off. Stepping out on faith requires you to set a boundary. Stepping out on faith requires you you know to again it's in the small daily decisions and I want you to get into the habit of making the daily decision to step out of your comfort zone and so when you have the idea to do something and then something stops you and tells you don't do that because you know it's not going to end up how how you want it to or don't send that text out uh, checking on a friend don't read that Bible today you know God's not listening to you anyway don't you know go to church don't tithe don't reach out to your coworker, don't bring in food, don't launch that idea. Every thought that tells you don't, you have to push past that bubble in order to fully walk in what God has called for you. And so when we embrace the uncomfortable and step out of our comfort zone is when we will be able to fully walk in God's purpose for us, because God does not call us to a big purpose by being mediocre. It's going to require a big step from us. And so that's number three. Um, number four, uh, this is probably going to be obvious, but um, a big kryptonite to our purpose is going to be social media. And I feel like this is obvious. Everyone says it, but yet we all still struggle with it, right? And so we allow social media and people that we admire to influence, again, God's purpose for us because God's purpose for us is unique to us. God did not consult social media or your favorite influencer or your favorite personal social media. God didn't consult them to create his purpose for you. God's purpose, your purpose came from God. It was his unique purpose, his unique reason for bringing you into this earth. And so we have to be careful when we allow social media to influence something that social media did not create for us. Your favorite influencer did not create your purpose. And so when you sometimes allow their influence to now have you doing things or interested in things because that's all that you're watching, you're just watching their life. You're watching their success. You're watching the things that you're doing. And before you know it, you start to become influenced and you're like, well, maybe that's what I should do. Maybe, you know, I should start this. Maybe I should do that. And this, and again, it may be a good thing, but is that what God called you to do? Did you start that blog because God called you to do it or or God placed it on your heart to do it? Or because you just follow a lot of bloggers and now you're inspired to do a blog on your own? Again, not necessarily. A bad thing, but is that a God thing? Did you launch the nonprofit because that's what God told you to do, or because that's what you keep seeing and feeding yourself on your timeline? And so you feel like that's what you have to do in order to live out your purpose when that's not God's plan for you right? And so we have to be careful when we allow social media to influence us and influence us into doing things. Again, that is not God's will. They can be good things, but if it does not come from God, then it's not for you, period. Okay. And how that played a role in my life again, um, and I've mentioned this in, in previous episodes that, you know, I even now, you know, social media, of course, is a big part of having an online business and a podcast. Um, But I've even... Even just been convicted in posting things, even on my personal page. You know, why am I posting this? Am I posting this because I feel like I have to be to keep up, you know, with other people, or am I posting this because this is genuinely what God wants to say to His people through me? You know, um, when I come up with an idea, you know, did God really tell me to do this, or am I just or do I just follow, you know, a bunch of writers, and now I feel like my page has to look like this, and now I feel like I have to incorporate that into my business, when maybe that may not be what God has called me to do. You know, you have people, that especially that have online businesses that are always posting, you know, seven times a week or seven times a day. And I can feel that pressure that, oh, I need to post more or I need to show more of this or, oh, I need to do this. And God's like, did but did I tell you to do that? Because you only need to speak what I give you. So if I didn't give you a word for today, if I didn't give you something to say for today, then you don't need to say it, period. And you, can go in and recycle information and you can go on Pinterest and and read and retweet somebody else or go on somebody and repost something on Instagram but but again, we cannot recycle, um, we cannot recycle information and then expect God to bless it. Again, God's purpose for us is original, is creative, is unique. It's something that only we, that, that God has called us to do specifically. And so we can't allow other people to influence that. I'm not saying that you can't be encouraged by other people or you can't be inspired by other people, but again, it's that balance, right? Okay, so that. Was was what number four. And so the last thing that I would say, or that I feel like I wanted to say is a kryptonite to our purpose is our lack of surrender to him. And um, again, I talked about this or referenced this last week, but When we don't completely surrender to him, then we are ultimately leaving a piece of our purpose on the table left undone. And I love how Pastor Michael Todd, he's doing this crazy faith series. And I feel like, you know, in the beginning, like everyone was so hype about it and just, you know, was praying, you know, crazy faith prayers and all that's good. And you start believing and dreaming again. But I love how he brought it back to um, how kind of he had the balance of saying, yes, you need to have crazy faith. And you need to believe for the big, but you also need to trust God's timing. You also need to make sure that your feelings are, you know, submitted to the word of God, that you're being obedient to God. And I love how even these last two, like part nine and part 10 of hasty faith of how he talked about like the fear of missing out. I feel like sometimes, you know, we want the blessings of purpose, but we don't want the responsibility that comes with our purpose because surrendering is not just like, oh, just whatever whatever God wants to do. No, it is a daily decision to die to yourself and surrender to God and his will for your life. And again, when you don't do that, you are leaving you are leaving a purpose that God wanted to do through you in that day on the table so that's why we wonder why we come home and we feel unfulfilled why we do what we want to do but then we still feel like something's missing right and that's why because we when we don't completely surrender to him then there will always be something missing and so that's one of the biggest kryptonites when it comes to our purpose is that we don't want to completely surrender to him again because it's not easy it's not popular um but we have to do it if we fully want to walk in our purpose, you know, um, in Romans 12, it talks about, you know, that we have to present our bodies to God as a holy and living sacrifice unto him and how we have to renew our mind and not conform to, to the ways of this world, you know, and Romans 12 in general is a very good way. If you want to know how you need to live your life, like go read Romans 12 and they will tell you, <laughs> uh, Paul will tell you exactly how you need to, to live your life. But, um, that was just a side note. But anyway, um, again, we have to submit our lives to the word of God, our entire lives to the entire word of God. We can't just pick and choose again, because when we start picking and choosing, then we leave things up for grabs. We start missing certain things of our purpose. So yeah, that's what I have for you. I'm going to say a final prayer. Um, And so, Lord, I just thank you um, for bringing us all here once again this week. Lord, I thank you that you are kind, that you are good. I thank you that you are merciful I thank you that you protect us and I just thank you for being so good to us Lord I thank you for hearing and answering our prayers I thank you for being our helper and our shield I thank you for remembering us and blessing us even when we're far from you Lord and so I just pray Lord that you will teach us how to walk in your presence that you will show us how to fully walk in our purpose and with you daily Lord I pray that we will believe in you Lord that we will continue to pray and cry out to you, Lord, that we will leave everything on the table, everyone, every need, every burden, every care um, to you and at your feet, Lord. And we just praise you, Lord. And I pray that you will help us to keep our promises to you. Many of us, you know, we we say that we love you, but we, we don't necessarily act like it, Lord. And, and some of us, you know, we say that we want your will for our lives, but we're also scared, Lord. And so I just pray that we will have a renewed, Renewal of our mind, and that we will present our entire bodies to you, Lord, that you may be able to fully use us for your will and for your glory. Um, so help us to keep that promise to you, Lord. And again, we just offer up thanksgiving and praise, and we call upon you, Lord, to help us to walk this out because it is not easy. There are so many things that are that are fighting for our attention, Lord. There are so many things that are fighting, trying to snuff out our purpose, Lord, but your word says that your plans for us are good that they are to prosper us and not to harm us lord and that you will make everything work together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose lord so i thank you for calling us lord i thank you for choosing us and i pray that you will help us to be obedient to you and it's in jesus name that i pray amen all right well i love y'all we will um pick back up our going deeper series next week Um, Of course, as I mentioned before, if you have trouble, you know, with your faith or with your purpose and you really don't know where to start, we do have our unfinished business um, ebook, devotional journal, whatever you want to call it. But it really helps you, again, walk out what it means to walk with God and what it means to allow him to um, use your story. And, And it also talks about, you know, how to fully walk in his purpose for your life. And so that's a resource for you if you choose to use it. Um, Feel free to follow us on Instagram at the rough draft collective Um, and feel free to follow me. If you want to follow my personal page is underscore Melanie, Christina, I'll leave them in the comments below or in the show notes below. And yeah, I will see y'all next week. Have a great week. I love y'all be blessed. All right. bye. Thanks for joining us this week on The Rough Draft Podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theroughdraftcollective.com, where you can subscribe to this show in iTunes so you'll never miss a show. And you can also follow us on social media at The Rough Draft Collective on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of that. So if you love this show, please, please, please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Check out our latest ebook called Unfinished Business. Learn how to get back on track to God's purposes for your everyday life. Thank y'all so much for listening and I'll see y'all next week.